Alrighty, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Part in the Opinion podcast. Back at it like a crack addict. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. And uh, like always, we're going to start it off with the MMA portion of the pod. Um, I got the today's card. So today is Saturday the 19th. Yes, sir. Saturday the 19th. Uh, like we said, we always record it on Saturday. So today what we're trying to do is basically talk about what's next for a couple of these fighters. We got a couple of different topics that we got for you. We're going to do our... MMA awards, uh, pretty much um, awarding who has the fight of the year, submission of the year, knockout of the year, and then fighter of the year. I think Los might have wanted to do it into two, into like, you know, uh, genders for the fighter of the year, male and female. We could probably do that. And then the last thing we could talk about on our podcast is a question regarding the flyweights where I wanted to ask, do you guys believe if Henry or Davison Figueredo is the real you know, savior of the flyweights, but right. Starting off, let's talk about what's next for these fighters. What's up? Before we start off on the oh, podcast, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. I did want to give a shout out. Uh, happy birthday to my boy X. I know we was all cool with him. Rest it's his peace, birthday. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Rest in paradise, Xavier, man. You know, I miss you, bro. You know, we love you, bro. We you on a podcast. You got you got the shout out here. Damn, you know I got saying? chills. You just said that. Uh, it's wild that we all knew him and stuff like i knew him from elementary and then i didn't even know y'all knew him i just knew him because we just linked up because uh shout out to my high school as well one of my first friends rest in peace yeah so let's get it going so obviously tonight's main event is going to be steven wonderboy thompson going up against uh jeff neal um Basically, we're trying to see what's next for either fighter if they were to win. We already made our predictions last week, so if you want to check that out, be sure to check out uh, last week's episode. But as we look at the rankings right here, we see that uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson is ranked fifth. Look at your boy Charles. Sorry, hold on. I just I just oh, looked I was over. Talk yeah, about that later. Sorry, yeah, I just looked over. Yeah. But uh, so Wonderboy Thompson is fifth <clears throat> on the rankings, and we got Jeff Neal as eleven on the rankings. So let's start it off with the let's start off with the underdog. Let's start off with Jeff Neal. If Jeff Neal right. were to get this win, um, it moves him up probably like considerably. Uh, I think it puts him above Woodley at least. And if not, he just takes <clears throat> Steven's spot completely. As at five, right? What What do you think? What do you think they'll try to do next for him then? If If Jeff Neal were to win, I personally think they'll probably set up a fight with Kiesa if he were to win. You think they'll get Kiesa in there? Yeah, because Kiesa's coming. Uh, Kiesa's got a winning streak and welterweight, right. and they still got to figure out what the fuck they're doing at the top five, top well, four. I should say. I want to say like if he beats a Wonder Boy, you know, they give him a Tyrone Woodley. You think so? Yeah, mm. they give him somebody there. Who's, yeah, I think they would do that. I could see that as like a kind of like uh, a last go for what or like Woodley being. Yeah, like, you if know, you he lose, still kind of has like one name. They'll probably do. He Magni, still has somewhat of a name to him, and if they want to build on, you know, they want to build him. That's just a perfect way to do it. It's just that's good. How are you not going to Tyron, who's on the decline? Nah, I'm good. It's like in my mind, they just feed him Tyron, who's already on the decline. You know what I mean? And Actually, it makes sense, yeah. And I don't think they want to match up them yet, probably like two upcoming people in the division. Right. Mm-hmm. So what they could do is, I'm actually going to agree with you then. I'm going to change my pick for uh, for uh, Jeff Neal. If he does win, I think he will fight Woodley. And then I think they'll do Kiesa versus Maya. Is Maya retiring or no? This is going to be his last fight. He wants okay. one last fight. So I guarantee, I was just, well, that was before I was trying to cut into what he was saying. Um, I was like, how do you not pair up? a Michael Chiesa type of fighter with uh, Damian Maya. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean, it's like a grapplers affair kind of thing. I would like, like to see that fight. I think you that know, would be it's a, a chance for Damian Maya to go out on top, 
Because, you know, Kaze's strong point is being a grappler on the ground. And, I mean, we all know what Damian Maia is. He's legendary, so. And not for anything. Not for anything. I think, like, a Jeff Neal versus, like, a Tyron Woodley is, like. more exciting. It's not more exciting, but it's also, like, here's an up-and-coming star, Tyron. Let's see if you still have it in you. You know what I mean? Because, like Peter said, he's. Won now three fights in a row that he's lost. The fourth one, he's on the decline. Losing well, it was against Neal. like the top people in the division. It basically. was against the top in the division. <laughs> That's why we're sort of giving him a pass. But then exactly, if he, if he loses to a Jeff Neal or if he gets he finished to, by him, he lost to the champion. Mm. He lost to the interim champion, and then he lost to basically the number one contender in Gilbert Burns. Yeah. Well, he's number two in this ranking, but I'm saying because he's gonna get the title shot. Yeah, I'm calling him the number one contender yeah. basically. So I feel like, yeah, that would make sense because then they're like, well, if you can't beat Jeff Neal and Jeff Neal's on the rise and stuff, then you got to go. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like that's what they'll, what they'll do. Now, what about Wonderboy? So Wonderboy, if he were to get this win, um, I don't I don't know if it'll move him up because he's already at five and the people above him are like, maybe it'll put him, push him up against Masvidal because he does have a win against Masvidal. But, See, but do you even run mm-hmm. that back? No, no, no. I'm saying, like, they put him above him. Like, in the oh, rankings. like they just skip him? Yeah, because Wonderboy even confirmed that uh, the UFC is working on Masvidal versus Covington in February. Yeah. He said it in an interview. So, they are working speaking, on hypothetically speaking, so, Thompson would have recovered by the time, essentially, don't know how bad this fight can be. You know, it could be a war, and he's beat up pretty bad for all you know. But, um, so, Jorge fights in February. This fight's in December. Two months, sixty day medical. Let's say they give him one hundred and twenty. I mean, he's probably recovering before Masvidal is. Do you think he just waits? I think he takes on if maybe Masvidal even wins. I think he takes the loser of that fight because I feel like the winner of that fight is getting a title shot since Burns is going to fight Usman. Right, winner of okay. Covington. So he Masvidal. would have to fight the loser. Of yeah, that. depending on who's the loser. If the loser is Masvidal fight... or Covington, that's who's going to fight. Why not, Why not fight, fight the winner of uh... Chimaev? Yeah, Chimaev and because that'll be the for Ooh, number three. That's true. Yeah, there's options at, at Walter right there. For right, Wonderboy. because if, if actually Leon goes out there and gets dominated, and then Wonderboy was like, ah, you know, he's a, he's good and whatever, yeah. but I think he'd have trouble. Whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. That'd be interesting. It, I mean, it all depends. I I feel like, man, it's tough because it's I I just noticed this that Chimaev only has one fight in the division, and he's already fighting the number three ranked fighter in the division. <laughs> This is crazy. So if he wins, like that's gonna be one of the biggest pushes ever. Like oh, the yeah. dude is basically either like at the title f- shot or one fight away from the title shot. This dude would co- go three fights and have a, th- a title shot, which is insane. I don't think that's ever happened before. Or no, no, no. I'm sorry. There have been fighters that have just been thrown into a title shot, but into these main divisions, I don't think that's been the case. Yeah, so. it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for Chimaev though. Like, cause even if he were to beat Edwards, you know what I'm saying, and then like he's still like I think like two fights away from the title shot in that division, cause somebody like Masvidal also polarizing, you know, Wonder Boy still has a name. Just feel like he's still like a couple fights away. Yeah, unlike like a Masvidal or a Covington, where they're like this fight is just gonna catapult them into that title shot. Yeah. Like, Especially, well, they're both, like, honestly, the biggest names in the division. So, like, no matter what, they're just going to get the title. Covington and Jorge are the biggest names in the division. And that's why I was saying, like, when we were talking about this earlier uh, in the year, or, like, earlier a couple months ago, 
I felt like this was the fight to do was Covington versus Masvidal. The most money you can make yep. in the entire division, other than Conor McGregor fighting Jorge at one seventy. Right. So literally, literally after that, Covington versus Masvidal sells. It sells a lot. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a big deal. Mm-hmm. But I think we're all in agreement there. Like probably Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, if he wins, he should fight probably loser of Covington Masvidal or Leon Chemayev. Winner. Right. What about Burns too? Or Burns or Usman. Or Burn or loser of Burns and Usman. That could be too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of plays, man. It's a lot of shit going that on. That division is a lot so, of chess pieces. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of good fighters, man. That division is stacked. Um so the co main event coming on tonight is Jose Aldo going up against Marlon Cheeto Vera. Um let's go to one thirty five real quick. This fight no more. <laughs> <laughs> so Jose like, Aldo like Cheeto, is ranked man. number like seven Cheeto. in the division and Cheeto Vera has Cracked into the 15th spot, so he is in the top 15. Um, let's let's go with Aldo this time. If Aldo were to win, he's so far he has not gotten a win officially in the division. Right. He is uh, 0-2 in the division. 0-2? Yeah, 0-2. He lost to Marlon Moraes by split, and then, and then he lost Peter to Young. Peter Jan by finish. Yeah. So if he loses to Cheeto Vera, I mean, no, if he wins, if he beats Cheeto Vera, that's what we're talking about, not losing. Uh, if he wins, who do you think he's fighting next? Um, I'll probably go first. I'll tell you guys. I don't know if this guy has a fight, but I feel like if Aldo were to win, they're going to give him another tough fight, and it'll either be Marab, or they'll probably match him up against Dominic Cruz, even though Dominic Cruz has a fight I'll coming up. I Dominic Cruz. But I think they'll they'll book that. They could probably book that Cruz fight if he wins. Alleged. I like the Aldo wins. Well. You like Cruz versus Aldo? <clears throat> I like a Cruz I like fight. that fight, too. I, I, I would How do you like feel to about Cruz's fight that he has coming? I don't know who the guy is that he's fighting. <laughs> Co- Cody Stanman or whatever no, his name he's is. Not no, it's not Stanman. It's somebody else. Somebody that's not even in the top 15. Yeah, I, I, I saw his name somewhere. It's Cody something or something like that. I don't know. I've, I've never heard of him. But um, Dominic is just going to work him. <laughs> yeah, we could probably look him up and see it. who he's going up against. But um, I, I'd like to see that fight, Aldo versus Cruz. Um, I think that they'll give they'll do the, either that or Marab because Marab is a guy that is uh, coming up in the division. He's under um, Frankie Edgar's coach, um, uh, Mark Henry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's able to probably get a fight with him because they want to push him. I think he's like the, an- another Russian star, so they're gonna try to push him too. You know, especially since Khabib is retired, they want to get that Russian audience in there. You know. Um, now, what about Cheeto? Cheeto Vera would go fifteen. He fought a number seven, you know, and Jose Aldo's a legend. Not in that division, but he is a legend overall in the sport. Cheeto's coming off of two uh, high wins, like highlight wins in Sugar Sean O'Malley, and then he would beat Jose Aldo. What do you think would be next for him? I think he would probably move up a good amount in the division, uh, in the, the rankings. Probably like a Pedro think? Munoz, Jimmy Rivera. I think I, I, I like um, that Pedro Munoz Frankie fight. just has a, he has a fight against Cody Sanhagen, so. Yeah. That they just book. I think Frankie's on the chopping block. I yeah, I, yo, I'd it, I put it in the group chat, yo. I'm like, I gotta trying to cut Frankie. Bro. I gotta. Well, I don't think nah, so because he won that. his last fight, so he, he won, did. One, but I'm one just loss, saying, they like, won't do that. No, but you know what? I um, come on, they're feeding him. We to could Cody. talk about this real I mean, quick. Look, he could be Corey Sanhagen. No, let me stop. Listen, let me tell you something. Frankie Hold could on, be Corey Sanhagen. I'm gonna tell you something. He can. He's gonna beat him up on the ground like he did Yair. I have a weird prediction. That fight being booked. Means that TJ doesn't have an opponent. TJ might get that title shot. 
Because Corey Sanhagen was the one that I would pick to fight. That I picked to fight uh, TJ Dillashaw. He wanted to fight TJ. TJ said he'd be willing to fight him, but he wants that title shot. That's his number one goal. Him being booked right now, Corey Sanhagen, I don't see anybody else that would fight TJ. Who else? Everybody in the top five is is ranked. They're not going to run Cody versus TJ three. TJ finished him twice already. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he's trying to go to 125, so. Yeah. Yeah, wow. They're not going to do Pedro, Jose, all, like nobody outside of the top five will fight TJ Dillashaw. So that's, he's probably going to get a title shot. It's actually crazy. TJ Dillashaw, <laughs> Peter Young, I'm with it. I'm sorry, <laughs> That's just, that's a good fight. It's just it's such a this guy, super yeah. fight guy over here. But for, <laughs> but for Gito Vera. Gito yeah, Vera, I want to see Peter Young knock the fuck <laughs> <laughs> out of TJ, uh, TJ Dillashaw, by the way. What, the for the record, I'm putting that on wax. Uh, so so Cheeto Rivera getting a win. Uh, we, we, I think we're all in agreement. Jimmy Rivera or like uh, uh, Pedro Munoz. You think that's that's probably likely? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'll go with. Jose, like, if you lose, brother, bye bye. I I agree. I think if Jose loses, he's out because that'll be zero and three in the division. He can't. He's hasn't done good in 145 recently. He lost. Yeah, it'd be to, hard to go to. It's tough. 145. Who, who are you gonna fight at 145? Look at the top six. No. Look at even seven. And I think I, I think his career at 145 in the UFC is done. Personally, bro. Like I don't want to see. Him. Well, he already fought uh, Zombie. I mean, it'd be cool to see them run it back twice. But I think Zombie wins that. Yeah, this, especially how he looked against uh, Edgar, and he just. And Edgar, man, Edgar only got knocked out once by, you know, by Ortega. And now that knockout with with um, with Zombie was terrible. It was bad. It was really bad. He shouldn't have been in there. He was supposed to fight at 135, and then he was like, oh, I'll step up. Bad idea. <laughs> bad, bad, bad idea. Um, so. Michael Pajeda. Michael Pajeda. Uh, we'll talk. I'll, I'll, we'll, I think we'll skip it. I don't think we need anything else. Really. I'm just saying I want to see Chaos Williams some, land some shit. I would like. Yeah, I don't think anybody else really. Pettis. Uh, Pettis is a cool one. Pettis is a cool one. He's on the prelims. But, but yeah, he's on the prelims. He's fighting Alex Morano, you know, and uh, I feel like this. Uh, if Pettis wins, I don't know because he's in two divisions. So who does he fight? He wants money fights. He doesn't really care about rankings anymore. Nick, so. let's run it back. Got his ass So I mean, that's a probably a possibility. Is like. Nate Diaz. I feel like Anthony Pettis is closer to retirement. No, he is, I think. Um, so there is no event next week. We won't have an event for I think three weeks or something like that. Oof. Yeah, they're taking the holidays off. Yeah, they're taking the holidays off, so we could talk about some stuff. But real quick, like John was saying, I want to bring this up. Charles Oliveira has moved up in the division rankings. He is ranked number three in the division. Only people above him are they Dustin and Carter Justin. Down. Yes, sir. Conor McGregor is ranked fifth in the division. He he didn't somehow become number two. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do you guys think of that? What do you guys think of that movie? Well deserved. Well deserved. Uh, yeah, well deserved. Yeah. What do you guys think of Tony's comments? So Tony had uh, some comments that he He's said on the Instagram Live. He's a little. Dumb. And he said that he broke uh, he broke Charles in the first sure. round. No. Mind you, the guy did wonderful. <laughs> I, I, I kind of see what he was coming from. Where he's, I think if he said it different, yeah, it would make more sense. Where he probably was like, you know, Charles probably like lost a little bit of confidence because he didn't get to finish 
uh, Tony in that position. But it did it. He didn't miss a step. He kept going on and dominating the fight. You right. know, so sometimes Tony does some weird stuff. But Tony's gonna be Tony. Um, Tony also dumped his team. By the way, I don't know if you knew that. Like that's why. Um, uh, what's his name? Eddie Bravo wasn't in his corner or nothing. Like his corner is brand new. He got all brand new coaches and stuff like that. <laughs> so when he told, I forget. I don't know if it was an embedded or if it was like, um, you know, countdown or one or whatever. It was uh, the one clip I seen Tony Ferguson like he showed up to the facility and um, she was like, oh yeah, and like you know you could ask your coach to step yeah. over here and he was like coach he's like coach he's like started patting the guy like next to him. He's that's like, my training partner <laughs> yeah, he's like that's my training partner he was like he's he went to the lady ask he was like coach. ask me who to coach <laughs> me <laughs> I was like what? yeah Tony's the type of guy that I have a coach he coaches himself but yeah, yeah so he dumped his team and everything after the Justin oh, fight but I thought he was so yeah. Dan Hooker had a crazy I comment I told Los about this last night let me, let me let me hear what you think so Dan Hooker says that so after Tony going 0-2 in his last two fights, he really believes that Tony is a crowd fighter. He feels like Tony thrives in a crowd environment, and his worst performances have come with no, no crowd. crowd. Right, true. So you you think that's you think that's a good point? Dan Hooker was the one that said that too about him. Um, I. <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's a theory to that. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some truth to it. I don't know if there's been study done on it, like where people like, because what's really the sample size of that? Mm-hmm. Well, no, he's saying just Tony in general, just Tony. No, right, but I'm just saying, like, if Tony's the type of guy that gets like, you know, then the, there's definitely other fighters that, you know, mm-hmm. probably go through the same thing, if not worse. And he even said that he fell flat. Like, I think he said that um, it was different, too. His warm-ups were different back He said it was, they felt, like, rushed in a way or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So it could be, like, maybe, like, you know, the pre-COVID era, he was able to, you know, just be more of himself and, and get, you know, be more loose. And in this aspect, he hasn't really been able to. So I, I guess when you think about it, like, El Cucuy, you know, the whole presence. Uh, you know, he comes out to the to the dance music and he's like skipping like you know, he he's didn't like do none of that this last into, fight. No, right. He's he wasn't in his he wasn't throwing sand, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and fucking spinning elbows everywhere and <laughs> shit like that. You know, I don't know. Maybe he did fall flat. Maybe it was just like I don't know. It was his worst performance. It definitely was. But it's just getting, like, progressively worse. I don't want to see it last too long. I think that's the thing. We need to see him probably, like, take a break from this high-level competition and give him someone, you know, chill. But I I feel like Tony's going to be a crazy guy. Like, yeah. He'll probably take on, like, a Dan Hooker or a Paul Felder next. And then it's like, that's a terrible idea. It's not even a part of his mind, bro. Like, give me someone easy. No. Give me fucking Like, you know, honestly, like. (laughs) Give me Connor. You know, like. uh, What if Connor's. And Al I went to would be good. You know what? How about this? Let's let's we got this on wax now. So, Connor, would you say Connor's another guy that's that's a, a crowd fighter? We don't know because he's never been here, but he's yeah. gonna be there. Yeah. Come fight Dustin. Dustin's already fought. And, I think and he might be a crowd fighter, man. He loves. What that if he's shy, dude? What if he's 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 not as 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 crisp as he wants to be? Maybe. Yeah. He's, and Dustin's already fought in that environment already. But. But I will say I'm not trying to shake Connor here. I'm just saying it. it maybe it's because his his persona and, and, and whatnot, his bravado. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe if anything, he could be more focused. 
for all we know. He's like Connor. the lack of a crowd is like fuck. Now and he I'm doesn't have really to do a lot of media up, or nothing like that. Yeah, which he's he like, loves. now I'm really gonna fuck you. I think up, with Connor, Connor he's still gonna have a lot of media, and I think with Connor. He's so just going to talk about how he's back in Ireland. It feels like he's back in Ireland and he's fighting But even before, he didn't have a lot of media. Like so. He would have like one or two press conferences, and then that's it. That's all he would do. But there's no more press conferences because people can't be together. So he'll probably just have like one, two phone calls, and he's like, oh, this is easy. He could do it while working out. Like That's the good thing about it. I personally, I don't want to say that taking the crowd away affected Tony Ferguson. I just feel like uh, Charles Oliveira was just a bad matchup for him right he now. He's just that damn good. Mm hmm. Because, yeah. like, Tony's on the stand up. Him and th- him and Charles were trading each other, like we talked about um, last week. But as soon as, like, Charles got him and showed that he was clearly stronger than him, picked him up, s- slammed him, and then just. He showed that Tony his jujitsu. Yeah, just showed that his jujitsu was just more dominant, and that Tony had no real skill on the ground to compete with him. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. It was over. He had no skill on the ground to compete with he Charles Oliveira. He defended himself to what? Better to, than most people. To getting saved by the bell. To getting mounted on. To then getting. I mean, he did get saved by the bell. I'm I, I who I um Luke was it? Who does um. Uh, weighing in with uh, John McCarthy, uh, Luke Thomas, no, 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 uh, no. Josh, Thompson. Josh Thompson. Josh Thompson, Josh Thompson right. right? He's the one who said it. He fought, Charles Oliveira. Charles Oliveira had him in like a Oma Plata triangle type thing, and he had another armbar possibility. And Charles Oliveira didn't do the armbar because he knew Tony wasn't going to tap, so he transitioned into something else. Like Charles Oliveira showed him mercy in the fight because he didn't want to break his arm. Hey man, just saying. Alrighty, so we can move that, on that to the... That could have cost him the fight, though. <laughs> In Tony's mind, he... You know, whatever, he he uploaded, what, that fucking... The half a second that he had, like, a little darts. Yeah. And he was just saying, like, oh, if I had the different grip, I would have had it, you know, <laughs> tighter or whatever. And which, you know, what I give him credit, I guess, because, I mean, it is true. It depends on how you grip your... You know, you 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 know, you, you shit. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Charles just like was aware that that's coming but and defended yeah, that properly. It, it could be, you know, it could be right. Uh, also, knows? real quick, um, shout out to Kevin Holland too, moving up to number ten in the division after is his he insane 10? knockout. He's ten <coughs> in the division now. Where's he at? Where's he at? Let's right over here. Oh, right there you are. Five spots, nice. Yes, sir. I like it. And he's calling out Derek Brunson. Give it that's to him. That's a perfect fight. Yep. That's yep. a perfect fight. That's a perfect fight. I think that fight makes the most sense for both fighters. I like it. He's Gaslam and Uriah Hall fight. (laughs) (laughs) They friends. (laughs) Yeah, well, they fought before too. Yeah, but they weren't friends like they are now. I think they fought. No, no, it was one eighty five because Kelvin had to move up. Yeah, I mean Kelvin deserves it. Why not? Alrighty, so he can knock out Uriah Hall. He did it before. He got a decision. (laughs) But we can move on to the MMA awards. Like we said, guys, we're going to be talking about fighter of the year, fight of the year, knockout of the year, and the submission of the year. Uh, I, I want to start kind of like bottom to top. So uh, my submission of the year was Daniel Rodriguez's uh, rear naked choke. I really liked it. It was kind of like um, it was a weird. Uh, it wasn't a rear naked choke. Sorry, it was a it was a bulldog choke. That's what it was. It was like um, the way he had it was just like insane. The way he 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 had him on it. It wasn't a bulldog. Sorry, I keep messing it up. It was a standing guillotine. It reminded me of uh, John Jones. Uh, uh, not Vito Machida got him up on the cage just like that. It was insane. Like that was a really, really good knockout. I almost put the twister, but I forgot the twister was last year by Bryce Mitchell. Are yeah. we going only UFC? 
You can do somewhere else. AJ McKee. I was gonna say AJ McKee if it was that. I don't know what the heck that was, but like he said, he's been like working on it since he it's, was. A it kid. was like a guillotine neck crank. Yeah, he said he was like working on it since he was a kid, and his father and his training partners would always tell him like, "Oh, you're never gonna catch somebody in it." And like, sure enough, he got somebody in. That's, that that was. I've never seen that, so I was like, "That's submission of the year for me." Yeah, for UFC, I'll say Daniel Rodriguez, but um, if, if we're talking all around, definitely. I mean, Adrian if we're McKee. saying UFC, I gotta I gotta think about that one again. The Mckeatine, so. that's what they call it. That's yeah. the name of it. Yeah, the like, Mckeatine. Yeah, to be honest, I I I can't remember submissions this year. I, I it gotta don't. be the AJ McKee for you too, man. That submission was insane. I'm trying, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> but like I said, that that submission was something else. Um, I, I, we got the knockout of the year. We can talk about that while John looks for his if he if he has it. I'm gonna agree with you guys. This is the knockout of the year. <laughs> so look, I'll, I'll I'll come out and say it. At first, I thought Joaquin Buckley had it on lock. He had it on lockdown with his like spinning oh, kick. Who you, who you thinking? But honestly, I'm gonna give it to Kevin Holland ah. with his knockout over Jacare Souza last week. Jesus Christ, I've never Let's seen something like that. I feel like it's better because it. number one, I don't know. I feel like what's more likely, a spinning kick on the feet or you to get knocked out while you're on your back? Like somebody to get knocked out while you're on your back and you knock the other person out. It's insane. I've never seen that before. <laughs> and mind you, Jacare is. God level of jujitsu. Everyone's yeah. scared to be on the ground with him. He had him in a triangle for half a second. He attacked the arm like for a little bit after. Like, you know, he kind of threatened. Yeah. And Jacare <laughs> thought it was funny at first and then he caught him. He punched him once and then Jacare was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so he, he put his hand up the block and, you know, he kind of waited it out, caught him again. And, and it blah! ricocheted him right to that shot. Blah! Oh my goodness gracious oh my goodness gracious let me see if i could get a picture of it because it was fucking like beautiful yeah but i i I gotta say kevin holland's got my my knockout of the year what about you guys agreed i said it last week yep knockout of the year dude that That i mean i'm not taking credit away from joaquin buckley that is an insane knockout that we i've never seen that either but i just feel like in the level of competition kevin holland definitely had a tougher fight it, he was in his opponent's, you know, strong suit on the ground, on bottom. Yeah, it was he. Cr- he crumbled him, bro. He crumbled him. That <laughs> knockout was insane. John, was is like that your right knockout of the, the year too? Uh, yeah, Because yeah. um, I, I get I get the flashiness of of you know the spinning uh 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 taekwondo kick, you know the heel kick and shit right to the face. It was really some ninja shit, and it was really. I don't know, man. You you probably not gonna replicate that pretty often ever, but, but I mean, I don't know how you're really gonna replicate just catching someone on some shit like Kevin Holland did. Mm-hmm. Not I mean, just I get, that he was folded on his knees, like on his back, accordion style, and he's just leaning over him, raining a punch down of viciousness. It was vicious. Joe Rogan Definitely. was eating it up. <laughs> Look at Chakra, he's going out again. <laughs> He's like, he's, he's dying. Again. <laughs> he's dying. <laughs> Definitely knockout of the year. Yeah. All right. So here we, we got the next two topics are, well, three out of three of them. But out of the three, two of them are going to be a little controversial, I feel. So let's talk about the fight of the year. So for me this year, my fight of the year. Originally, I had it as Joanna Weili Zhang. Um, but today, I switched up my pick. 
I'm going with Davis to Figueredo up against Brandon Moreno. Moreno. I think wow. that's the fight of the year. Okay. Reason why? Yeah. I'm gonna say this. The fight, the Zhang, the Zhang Yoana uh, fight, I think is a better fight. Yes, but here's the thing: the factors that come into it outweigh. Uh, that made me sway more towards Brandon Moreno, Davis Figueredo. Here's the reason why. I was going to say, can you explain that? They took two fights. Sure. Both of them took a fight three weeks before. They both mm. had to make weight Okay. 21 days twice. And then they both come off of first-round finishes in their first fight. And you come in the second fight and you go into this war that is considered to be the greatest fight in your division. Wei Li Zhang and Yuana is considered to be the, the greatest, greatest fight in their division too. Female fight ever though. Yes. But the thing is, with all those factors, and their fight was before COVID, this fight was during the whole COVID era and stuff, and we already seen how much <clears> it changed in. It changed everyone's performance and everything, their training methods. I got to give it to Davis and Figueredo and Brandon Moreno. That is my 2020 fight of the year. Fantastic fight. Fantastic. What about for you guys? I guess I'll go next. So <laughs> yeah, I was the opposite. Uh, after I saw Brandon Moreno and Davis and Figueredo fight, I was like, wow, like that is fight of the year. Like that is so like such a crazy fight. Right? Mm-hmm. And it ended in a draw. Like, wow. <laughs> like, but then I saw Dustin Poirier, Dan Hooker, mm-hmm. and I was like, "How did, how did Poirier make it out of that second round? Like, he was on the stool, folded on his back, and I'm just like, he's dead. Like, he's gonna <laughs> die right here, and mm-hmm. you know, Hooker's gonna win by you know, the first death in the UFC. Like, this man is just God. Crazy. I don't know. Yo. And then in the fourth round with. When, like, Hooker was defending all those submission attempts and I thought his arm broke at one point. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was it showed a, t- a test of strength and everything. But then, like you said, man, Joanna, Yon Jacek, and Wei Li Zhang. They put on a, a war. That fight was a war, a masterpiece. It's going to get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. The greatest women's fight of all time. The literally the greatest woman's title fight of all time, the greatest woman's fight ever, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It is fight of the year. It deserves the nod as fight of the year. Wei Li Zhang, she had Joanna's that hemotopia that she had on her head. Yeah, hemotopia, right? Oh, she was. <laughs> what about you, John? What you got? I like your point that you said that fight did happen pre-COVID. But I think even if you eliminate the crowd and they're thrown the same way, like if you edit, if you could somehow video edit the crowd out of there, mm-hmm. keep the same commentary, whatever, mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. That fight is the same no matter how you slice it. Um, and I think the Brandon Moreno, uh, Davidson Figueredo is is number. I gotta say it's number three, and okay. then Dustin Poirier, Dan Hooker's number two. I'm gonna tell, like like I said, the reason why I put that number one is because number I always put title implications above anything. Title implications create more panic, more havoc, you know, more pressure on you. And like I said, if it was just straight for the fight, I would just say I would put Joanna versus uh, Wei Lee above Brandon Moreno, D- Davis Figueroa. But because both fighters took this fight. 21 days after their last fight 
and it's the fastest turnaround for a UFC champion and a competitor, and they put on a war like this, they basically fought six rounds. No other fighter has fought six rounds, basically, in 21 days in the UFC. I feel like, <laughs> all right, I'm, here's my hot take. In a title fight, sorry, in a title here's fight. My, here's my hot take on that. I feel like title fights and shouldn't hold any more merit unless if it was, like, from a long-standing champion. Mm-hmm. Like, if this is a guy who had, like, two title defenses, who cares? Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's, it's on the same level as, like, remembering... Who had a great fight? Mm-hmm. There's plenty of fights that that were I'm just <clears> saying, that we remember that were great. I just like to bump up title fights, regardless of a title. And I, I agree like with title Peter. Fights I do are more important. like to bump up title fights, but I can't bump Davidson above Whaley Zhang. No, no, no. That's fine. I can that understand that. Just... No, no, that's fine. Like I said, I just have that's my reasonings. Is the 21 days. Yeah. Taking a fight, taking a second fight, cutting weight again when both fighters are pretty big. See, you know? here's my thing with like, well, my argument to your thing is like, with Whaley's Zhang, she's like now showing that she's a dominant champion, and then she fought arguably. But this the was her first title great. defense. She <clears throat> exactly. This is like this is why this is why I said we it, can't say that she's a dominant champion. Well, she's guess, showing that right. she can defense. be. I said to, she's showing she can be a dominant. And Davison because the has way that she it's, it's, her, it's her second it's her second title fight because she took it from the champ and then she defended. And it. this is Davison's fourth because the first one it was a title fight, but not for him. But it fourth. was a title fight. Then the right. second one he made weight, so he I won the count title. That first one for him though. Okay, he so doesn't have any, Benavides, he doesn't have anything to lose. Benavides, he beat him. Yeah, Perez yeah, but I'm saying him. like 21 he, days that first later, one, he didn't have anything Moreno. to lose. Like he just went in there, like he was overweight. He missed weight. He's like, all right, I got nothing to lose. I'm just gonna start. Okay, that's kid. then don't but, count it. But then but the next fight he made weight, and then the next fight he made weight, and the next fight he made weight. Yeah, it's three. But I'm saying like Joanna showing that she or not Joanna Whaley showing that she's gonna be a dominant champion. Like I said, you don't think Davis is gonna be a dominant champion? He uh, finished everybody oh, oh, except oh, for Brandon. But up for debate. And technically, yeah. he would have won the fight if there but was this not already the, shows the nuts. That there's a for debate right for here. Him at, I feel at, like at that division. I feel like but with the females, a, we've only had one fight for I feel the like title w- for Whaley. So I feel like with the females, it's almost clear for us to see like who these dominant champions are going to be, like a Valentina, like an Amanda Nunes, like Joanna Yunchei. I'm going to tell you right now. And I feel like Weili Zhang, I don't see a lot of people in that division beating her. Tatiana Suarez. I don't think she's going to beat her. I think Tatiana Suarez can beat her. I think she's going to get folded. I think Tatiana Suarez can beat her. Tatiana Suarez is still undefeated. You're going to see she her. She don't get a lot of respect on her name, and she deserves it. She's an Olympic wrestler. That's good. I think an Weili Olympic Zhang wrestler. Is, is, is a <laughs> undefeated? Und- yeah, she's yeah. undefeated too. <laughs> but I'm Wait, saying, he's no, saying no, he no. don't see a lot of challenges. That's a challenge right That's there. One, but I'm saying if if look, I'm not look. I love Brandon Moreno, but like, there's other guys that can like get to where he's at. If I mean, he uh, what what got him through the fight is is the fact that he has heart. I, like I said, I I don't have a problem with with the and fight. Technically, being, you know, he he would have lost if he didn't get the point deduction. No, no, I'm saying I don't have a problem with Weili Zhang's fight being picked above Moreno. I just was talking about you can't call Weili Zhang a dominant champion when she has. No, I said okay. she's, I showing, know, I she's showing that right, she's right, going right. to be a dominant champion. But I'm saying it's like the he, way that she won the belt was just crazy. And, but and in her showing, first title defense would be a war. He finished everybody except one. In Figueredo. all of his title fights, that's Figueredo. what I'm saying. You said Moreno. Sorry, yeah, Figueroa. Yeah, he he's looking like a dominant champion too, because technically he would have no, won if no, it wasn't no, for the I'm nut. Not, I'm not disagreeing with that. That's what right, I'm right, saying. Right, right, right. That's all I'm saying. So, and with that, that's why I'm gonna tell you my fighter of the year is DF <laughs> Davidson Figueroa. 
because he's got three fights this year. No, right. is it three or four? No. It's four, uh, actually. It's four fights this year. When did he fight <coughs> Joe B? That was this year. What was that, the first time? Or third? Yeah, that was the oh, first was time. That was, I think that was early this year. Here, I'll look it up just to make sure. We're, we're going to be 100% Oh, because he fought him pre-COVID, and then he fought him COVID. Yeah, he fought February, July, November, December. Yeah. So he's okay. four. And, he's 3-0-1 oh, this year, three, oh, technically. Yep. He would have been 4-0 if it wasn't for the, 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 the dick hit. He beat Joey Benavidez, TKO'd him. Second fight, technic, uh, technical submission, rear naked choke, killed him. Sec- third fight, Alex Perez, submission, guillotine. Fourth fight, fought to a draw with Brandon Moreno, and it was, like I said, the fight of the division. It's the greatest fight in the division's history. I feel like you cannot take that away from him, and he is a champion. I love Kevin Holland. He's 5-0. and He's not going 6-0 and this year because Dana did not want to book him another fight. Yeah. He was willing to do it, but Dana said no. I got to give it to Figueredo. 4 and 0, 3 0 and 1 would have been 4 and 0 if it wasn't for one thing and he still has the belt and he's defended it twice now after winning it from Benavides. Again, I think I'll go next. <laughs> Cuz I disagree again. I do disagree again. Uh I think uh Davidson Figueredo had an amazing year. Uh he has the title. Uh personally, I'm on the side that I think he lost that fight. Um also like you can't to me like even though it didn't get called like the eye gouge, the eye poke, the, the low kick like those all have to come into account in this. You did say Kevin Holland's fought five times since May. <laughs> he looked impressive since every May. Time. He looked mm-hmm. imp- and every single five and zero oh mm-hmm. is better than three zero oh and one. No matter how okay, you put it, no matter in what sport you put it in. Let's talk about the competition too, though, because Kevin Holland fought like two nobodies. His fight okay, that he, he fought two nobodies, but I feel like his somebody is better than who's there, uh, than Joe B. I think Joey B. Then Alex Perez and and Brandon Moreno. I still got to give it to Figueredo, man. Figueredo is the champion. He defended his championship and he dominated everybody except for one, and Jack that Perry. one was the fight of the year potentially candidate, and it's the fight of the division. Kevin Holland finished four of them. Okay, cool. <laughs> four of them. Good for him. Figgy Bro. finished three of them. And exactly. one fight Four of the finish. year. He was, has knockout of the was, year. Was his one knockout? I mean, was his one fight that wasn't? I don't think he has fight, of the, fight year. of the year. I don't think he has fight of the That's year. I think saying, I think Kevin right. Holland has knockout of the year. Do you not think that those three performances that Davis and Figueredo had that were finishes were not phenomenal? They were great. But they like, were phenomenal. Look at Kevin Holland this year since like, May. I feel like the amount of time was, that he's fought since May. And Figgy took a fight, two fights in 21 days. He's fought since. I feel like, look, all right, if I got to keep it at being about DF, right? DF, he's he's good. He's really great, right? Yeah, he's the and, champ. And he's, <laughs> but he's he's kind of just like that new. I don't want to say new wave because he's been around, but like he's just like a, a a certain breed of fighter right now that's just like a little step ahead of the competition in the division right now. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Mighty Mouse was, mm-hmm. but he's a little bit more uh, uh, devastating in the how how he's winning, mm-hmm. right? But the thing is, it's like you. The guys he's beating aren't really the... They're not established neither. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Not in to mention division? he's dirty. And, and he's already had controversy in two of his fights. <laughs> out of the four wins that you're... You know, the four fights he's neither, had. Neither one of the controversies took place. It, like, had a deciding the factor. The what? headbutt? 
And then he rematched him, and then he finished. Okay, him. but I'm saying it. The, uh, the, the original first of all, fight. You're I gonna poke. throw out the original the, fight from where? The uh, I poke against Brandon Moreno. He I poked him in, the, in like he was the second way, round, bro. and then he low kicked him, and then in that final round when uh, he was eye gouging him, and you even saw him eye. He was like, oh my god, he is eye gouging. And then he, I was no, like, he yo, was. why aren't they calling him? Why aren't they calling this? And Brandon Moreno after the fight is like, you know, the fact that he eye gouged me is like, and they didn't call that is like astounding to him. Come on now. This is why I have to turn you down. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm sorry, you know what I mean? Because that shit, nah. Regardless, I, I, regardless. David Figueredo, you had a great year, but at the same time, a you phenomenal had, year. A, you a had a phenomenal year. He but is at the a same, champion. And oh, at the same for, time, you was kind of dirty. amazing performances. Okay. All right, hold on. So, let me, so what I'm going to say. And then so don't forget, I, he grabbed the cage against uh, against Bre- uh, Alex, Alex Perez. Perez. That helped he him defend his takedown. No, no, no. It helped him defend the takedown, but the finish did not come from the cage. It still helped him defend the takedown. Regardless. Those little sequences matter so much in my opinion. If we're going to say that, then we need to talk about John Jones' whole career then. If if he... Oh, let's talk about it. If we're going to do that, we're about to talk about John Jones' whole career. Because every fight, he had a foul. Yeah, <laughs> I mean John Jones is famous for his eye pokes, but I think he was still like far and ahead beating all of his opponents. Well, DF was far and ahead beating all his opponents too, maybe except a, for one. Maybe against uh, <laughs> against uh, Joey B, but if, like, in my opinion, and if Alex he, Perez. If, what if, do you if mean? Al- if Alex Perez does successfully gets a takedown or changes Bro, the tide in that in that position DF without him threw grabbing the f- two sh- three, no, how many? He threw five strikes against Alex Perez. Yeah. You telling me by, that if he were submission. standing on the feet, I'm not taking that away from him, because he was going to get up because Moreno was had him on the ground, and he still got up. Yeah, Perez, he, he, he would have got back up. up. You think Perez is going to be able to take his think, hands? But I think Moreno, That's I think Moreno's going to come better prepared wrestling next time, and he's going to be able. To, you didn't you admit that you think is better? He's better on. The no, I think he's going to have a, a better advantage. That's what I think. I think Alex Perez had he didn't get the chance. He just got caught in a. You know, it was a fairly easy. He just turned around in his guard and got him in a. Yeah, yeah but that's his mistake that he, and he I mean, panicked. No, I'm he not, that's what panicked. I'm saying. He but panicked. Like, it's kind of to me. It kind of reminds me of when Jose Aldo grabbed the gate the cage against Ch- uh, Mendez. Chad Mendez. Ooh. Yeah. Because mm. like, if he grabbed, mm. if he takes him down there and 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 he doesn't grab the the, the fence, he, he never get gets that, that knee. knee. And the fight never ends. But again, and in this just case, like, just like in this case, if he takes him down there, well, who knows if he that's has against the cage. Just like never DF, happens. Right. Just he like never DF. Put in that, in that new bar. I think, I think he has a bad one. But just like one. DF, Aldo had two performances against uh, Mendez, and he finished them. All right, well, one. let's see him get just like DF. performance against uh, Perez. Perez is not good. He needs to earn the title shot. Aldo, again. He got Aldo, finished. Because regardless, all I'm saying is these little things But hold on. I'm going to tell you this. With Kevin Hollins, you don't have these little these little things, these devastating finishes against Jacare Souza. Submission, another knockout, a decision. So no, and, no, no, hold on. Because his last finish before Jacare was an injury. It was not a real finish. He still he he, he 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 didn't even drop him. I think he was moving to do something, and he popped the for rib all, for himself. All that, for, for all that, so one of his finishes is not a real finish. For, for all that, <laughs> we're gonna take away Kobe Covington's finishes. We're gonna take away Brandon Moreno's finishes against Brandon Royval because of shoulder pop. We're, we're, we're to, but again, right? they're not in the discussion for the fighter of the year. If you're talking about, are we gonna take all these? If we're talking though? about DF's dirty things. Let's talk about how D- uh, Kevin Holland doesn't have a real finish in his four fight. Real finish? Yes, he does. That's not a real finish. It was an injury that the dude did himself. I did one of them, but what about the other ones? <laughs> okay, then four versus four performances. But I'm saying, <laughs> I feel like, and and the one he did get, it's. I mean, he got, he got the other guy that has the the, the number two knockout of the year, and and looks like a, a young and, Mike Tyson. Didn't he finish Walking Buckley and this he, year? Yeah, he, he finished Walking Buckley. That was a crazy yeah. knockout he, too. Not, but wa- who? But Walking Buckley's not up there in the division compared no, to not. these other people. The, no, he's not. But he's uh, he's on the, the uh, people that he's but faced he's, technically in the rankings. No one has been ranked except for Jacare. 
It's the only person he fought that was ranked. Right. And he's the only and then guy that DF fought your... everyone that's everybody that's DF has fought has been ranked. And all have been title fights. Five rounders. All five round title fights, main events. But I'm saying I, I feel like Kevin Holland is gonna show that he's more of I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Don't say he's gonna be a champ. I don't think he'd beat Israel. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna be the champ. I'll, Ooh. I, you think he'll be the champ? I don't think he's gonna be the champ at 185. By he said the, Izzy. That's what I'm saying. And no, said Izzy. Oh, Izzy's not gonna be the champ. Izzy at 185? Yeah. By the time Kevin and Kevin Holland said that himself, by the time he's even fighting for the belt, yeah, Izzy probably Ooh. gonna be chasing another shit. Because right, next right, year right. he said he's not that. even chasing. The you belt think Kevin Holland beats Robert Whitaker? Mm, that's a good fight. Ah, but we'll DF see. is the champ. We'll see. <laughs> Regardless, regardless. Kevin Holland's Kevin I'm not Holland mad. said this I'm, year. He said in an interview this year. He not, next year he's not even looking for the title. He wants fight. to get the record. He wants to he fight wants to six, get seven six times. fights or seven fights next year. He said he fought five times since May. Mm-hmm. What he can, he had five months off. Imagine he has another Bro, five months to prepare, to prepare. That means he wants to fight damn near everyone on this damn. He does. List. He wants to go. He wants to fight. Uh, he's trying Brunson. to make a He statement. wants to fight Gas. That's fine. He wants to fight. He's gonna fight. No, he's game. I'm not saying five. that he's not game, but I'm saying in the fighter of the year discussion, I, I I'm picking Davis and Figueredo. I, I think Figueredo's resume speaks for itself, and they're all title fights, title performances. I mean, I feel what you're saying. I, I just I I, I, t- I mean personally as a as a super fight fan, uh, from boxing to. Just anything. I just look at fights objectively, like super objectively. Sometimes, okay, title fights do matter, but I feel like it has to really mean something for me. Like, it ha- like the both guys have to show something incredibly, incredibly like brand new, and then the fight has to present something, or or both guys have to have a belt and they're merging on a division, and 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 you know it answers questions about like, oh, what if this happened and this happened. Those are the guys that I look at. I'm like, all right, these title fights matter because this guy is trying to be the absolute best. He's but fighting DF absolutely is everyone. trying to be the best. No, he in the is. Division. But I'm saying, and, and he got challenged in everybody. his own division before he even moved up. And, is and, what I'm saying. And another thing too, let's let's take in consideration too that because it was on 21 days notice, both fighters probably suffered in their performance too, because they weren't at their absolute best. Hey man, Kevin Holland was trying to fight in a week. Yeah, but Kevin Holland probably barely <laughs> cuts weight. Honestly, I also think uh, uh, that I was thinking about this right now while you were going on your little rant. Um, (laughs) So I feel like I feel like Kevin Hollins is actually he has a really good matchup against a lot of these people in the top of the division. He's like I like his chances against he's longer than everybody, including Adesanya, which already poses a a threat to Robert Whitaker in the striking aspect of it. He we'll see. I'm not going to say he's a better striker because he's still got to work his he's still got to work his way up the rankings and prove us and prove it to us. Yeah, because he's not because Robert Whitaker's already proved it to us and as he's clearly proved it to us. But if he gets there, those are potential threats because we've never seen I mean, Adesanya fight somebody who's longer than him, who has a decent uh, ground game, who has a decent stand-up game as well. He, we've never seen Robert uh, Whitaker in that same situation with somebody like Kevin Holland. Yes, we have. We've seen um, Robert fight Izzy. Well, I'm saying with the on the ground, somebody with his length on the ground who's willing to be on the ground with somebody like but what if it doesn't robert get to the ground robert well, gets to finish him that's that's also something but that i like his chances on the feet because kevin's gonna want to keep it on the feet but too that's robert likes robert likes to mix it up and likes to i like robert's chances on the feet against kevin. i do too i'm not saying I'm, I'm i don't i'm saying that these are all potential things that we can see on kevin hollands mm-hmm. and his future but thing, what i was gonna say his future uh progress um, in the middleweight division uh, Kevin Holland essentially was supposed to be where Mer- uh, Marvin is because he was supposed to fight Hermanson originally anyways. Mm-hmm. 
and he was kind of not cheated out of that shot, but I mean, he stepped up and he didn't fight nobody. He fought Jacare. Jacare is super dangerous on the ground. You see how, no, how he quickly is. he, he kind of grabbed his ankle and just threw him on the ground. But I mean, there's got to be something to be said about being so crafty and so witty and, and, and long and rangy enough to just be a threat to someone like Jacare, who's an eight time gold medalist jujitsu practitioner. Mm-hmm. And, to get a finish the way he did with that much power, I think it's I think that presents a different type of diversity that Davidson Figueredo, honestly, he's a he's a big power puncher guy. But what happens when he can't put you out? He gets put in fight of the year. What is he gonna have? Fight of the year every time he, he doesn't he can't put someone hey, out. Hey, listen, if his career is built off fight of the years, then it's he's not gonna he's, last long. But I'm saying if I his career is built off of saying. that, then he's gonna have a good I career. Like, I feel like to me, that's why I said I look at it objectively. If there's this guy coming in cleaning house, knocking everyone out or whatever, and he's talking shit and no one does nothing to him mm-hmm. versus a guy who talks shit. And but again, not, like not I said... Not to take anything away from DF no, either, I'm not, yeah, but, I'm not but trying I feel like to, that's but the, this is why I look that's at the it thing. objectively. Like, it's like, I don't want it to... Because it, it comes off. It comes off like I'm trying to discredit Kevin Holland, which I'm not, and it comes off as like you guys are trying to discredit <laughs> DF. And it's not the case. We That's the reason why. We do believe that these two fighters are the fighters right. of the year. You know, the, and it's, I feel like it's them two and no one else is close. Right. Absolutely I, nobody split, else is it's close. It's just splitting hairs, but I, I, that's why I just, that's my optical. That's how I. But yeah, no, no, no. Fights. And that's the thing. And I, like I said, I agree. I think both of them fighters would, would be the ones in contention for it. You guys think it's Kevin Holland. I think it's DF because I just feel like, yes, 3-0-1 in title performances is better than 5-0 in no title performances. And one person that Kevin Holland fought is ranked. All four guys that well, well three technically top of the that DF fought are top of the division and ranked, and they right. were all title I mean, fights. Well, That's right. my reasoning right. into no, it. No, well, I get I what you're that. saying, and I, I know what you're saying, but we can't. Also, another thing too with fighter of the year, we can't talk about potential. We're talking about what happened. That's well, all we're no, talking I mean, about. And I, I like what happened this yeah. year, with Kevin Holland. I understand. Five and knockout of the year, in my opinion. It bumps him down because four of them performances were against people that weren't ranked, and one of the performances was an injury. Still give it to him. Four performances in title, title perform, like you know, title fights. I, I, I liked how he's looked DF. objectively, you know, optically. If we throw both fights like on the screen right now, side to side, five fights mm-hmm. and smays. I like the way Kevin Holland's fights look. Versus his Figueredo, if I'm splitting hairs here, I don't like how he gets hit too much. He mm-hmm. does get tagged. But I'm saying, but that's like, his chin out. But but that fight against uh, Joey B, although he missed weight, and that's why they they ran it back. I feel like even though like no, they ran he, it back because he won. That's what I'm saying I feel <laughs> he like won. But, that's why they ran it back. Well, if he would have lost and missed weight, he's no, not going to No, but I'm saying the reason because it was controversy because of the headbutt. I also feel no, it's because of the weight cut. Yeah, it's because the headbutt wouldn't have mattered. They would not have ran it back because of that. And it's because of the weight cut. And like in my opinion, I didn't even think after he finished him the first time. I don't think Joey B should. Um, took that fight again yeah he shouldn't have got that fight again he yeah. got he got folded bad and then that second fight he showed that he had he shouldn't even have been there yeah but i, I mean like i said we're we're, we're all in agreement. it's one of the two the guys got you know kevin holland is their fighter of the year i got df we want to hear from you guys what do you guys <laughs> think who is the fighter of the year is kevin it kevin holland, holland kevin holland davis and figueredo and I'm going to tell you this. Look, as, as much as we argued and I ranted and stuff, <laughs> there is no wrong answer. I'm going to say that. Either one of them is the fighter of the year. Right. If there was a Cole, you know, Cole award, it would comments. be both of them. Right. You know, but 
if we're gonna pick one, they they're picking Kevin Holland. I'm picking DF. We want to hear what you guys got to pick. And with that, we'll be able to wrap up this portion of the podcast. This is gonna, it's you know wrapping up to be an hour. So I wanted to do that. Um, we appreciate you guys listening, and be sure to join us on the next episode. We'll probably be talking about the aftermath of uh, this UFC card: Wonder Boy versus Jeff Neal. Um, and then Shout we'll out, pick up some, We'll pick up some new stuff up there. So Shut appreciate out, you guys. Join us in next next episode, and peace.